welcome back to Garbage Film, the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common, and you don't need to enjoy just one or the other. <laughs> so I'll take this movie of the week, pair it with something artier or trashier, and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, you're entertained. I'm Nick. I can't stop giggling because of the <laughs> stairs coming my way. Oh my god. From uh, the person who is the flammable garage to my poorly maintained airplane, Aaron is here. Hello, Aaron. Hi. How are you, ghost of Nick? <laughs> it's spooky month. I'm getting in the, the You're spirit. in the spirit. That's yep. true. <gasps> spirit. <gasps> so spooky. Or Christmas kind of spirit. Oh, uh, sure. Are but, there? Those are really the two ghost seasons you can have. Mm-hmm. So. Does Jesus is Easter one? Does Jesus count as like, a ghost? Is, there, is Cupid like a ghost or something? <laughs> is Cupid a ghost? <laughs> the hard hitting questions on Garbage Paw. Uh, it brings me no pleasure to report that I'm welcoming you to episode number 69. Yes, nice. Nice. Good, nice. Good, nice. Let's get all that out of the Aww, way. It totally snuck up on me. Yeah. These things often do. <laughs> It's good of you to keep that from me because it would have been annoying this mm. week. What better movie to do episode 69 with? I don't know why that's the case, <laughs> but we're talking about the year 2000's Final Destination. In death, there are no accidents. No coincidences. And no escapes. What if it was our time? What if we were not meant to get off that plane? What if there is a design that it's not finished? By walking off the plane, you're cheating death. You have to figure out when it's coming back at you. The finalist destination. Yeah. But not really, because there were six more of them or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, sixth is in the can or something, or they're about to start it. Oh, or okay. Like that? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this is the beginning of a long, the the aughts kicking off with mm. a fright, a fight against predetermination, or a fright against predetermination. Both in this movie. So this is directed by James Wong. Screenplay is by Glenn Morgan and James Wong of X Files fame, oh, yeah. and uh, the original story is by a man named Jeffrey Reddick. Um, and this was a thing I was like, okay, first thing I'm looking up because I will be mentioned. I like, this is what, where I was frame of mind, this entire movie. Uh, Reddick originally wrote this movie as a spec script for an X-Files episode. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, to help him get an agent. And his agent's like, why don't we just make a movie? Yeah. There, there couldn't be a more X-Files episode premise stretched to feature film length than this movie for sure that's exactly what it feels like doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's solid though it's the it's uh, one of the solider premises yeah you can have for like if you think of a franchise that it still exists Mm. that's one that's got to be up there like Like, what's the premise of fast and the furious like, I don't know. Uh, what you're th- fast and you're furious. It's I, right there I, in the title. I, I guess. That's on me for not being able to read. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's, that's a deep well. Is yeah, all you I'm need saying. like two sentences. Yeah. Final Destination is basically a sandbox to watch people get <laughs> killed by items. murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I love it. It is very silly, but it's I love it. Yeah. And who's in getting silly in here? Why don't you tell me who's getting silly up in here? Uh, it's the 2000s, so Devin Sawa is there. <laughs> yep, check. Ellie Larter. 
uh, Kerr Smith, who plays Carter, okay. he drives a car. That's <laughs> just good naming convention right there. His name's Carr? Carter. Carter. And he drives a car. Oh. He's the one that drives the car. He's the only one driving a car. That's yep. be- that, that feels right. All right. <laughs> the only thing i could think of the entire movie so <laughs> really yeah all righty as soon as we heard his name and then the like next scene he's driving his cool guy car it's like oh that's why they last in nine inch nails yeah. they came up with that name for him because he's <laughs> the carter i wonder if it was chris carter though oh. because you've got darren morgan and glenn morgan anyway to my knowledge he was not associated with this movie in spirit only. <laughs> in spirit only. Uh, we've also got Kristen Cloak, Daniel Roebuck, and Sean William Scott. And with a special, what I feel like is a special guest appearance by Tony Todd. <laughs> a very special, very guest. He's in it very briefly. Yeah, for four minutes. And yeah. One, uh, like, just mustache twirling little <laughs> so frightening So sinister, boy. Yeah. yeah. Wearing upsetting o- overall thingies. What are, where are you... Stretch them out no and they wrong. go boing. Oh, no, uh, suspender. Yes. But you can. Re- uh, here's a quick way to remember that they suspend your pants. I see. I. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember that. Out of spite only. But he's like, he's he's supposed to be death, right? That's the idea. I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine that he's in the movie for any other purpose than that. But then why only have him like? Is it, like, Death has this very strict set of rules where he has to, like, stick to the plan and he's not allowed to leave the grounds of the morgue? Yeah, that feels like a really, he's grounded there. Yeah. And, like, he's not allowed to, like, there's a weird honor agreement of, like, I can't come at you when I'm shaped like you or something. I have sure, to be right. wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's or toilet water or whatever. Evil toilet water. Which is a very X-Files premise. All of this, every piece yeah. of this is just like, if you just shook up, you know, various bits of the first three seasons of X-Files, like you've got evil technology <laughs> and you've got like, you know, you were marked for death and you somehow avoided it. Yeah. And yeah. And it's shot like middle X-Files stuff where yeah. they're just leading into like, whatever, <laughs> we're, we're a spooky series. We're going to be like over the top spooky with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> um, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this. I can only nail down one of these. Uh, Sean William Scott and Tony Todd are the exceptions. But, like, all the kids, I was thinking as we were going along, they're all, like, off-brand versions of other stars, right? <laughs> like that's, It feels like that, like yeah. Like, Devin Sawa just looks like Canadian Topher Grace to me. That's... Is he Canadian? Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean, I think these were all like weren't like most of this cast was on like the CW. They were on shows. I think, from yeah, there they're and, like, all like actors that had already been working. That that's all their first movies and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. they couldn't get the cast of One Tree Hill, so they had to go like one rung <laughs> to down. Two Tree Hill. Whatever. The- <laughs> Half Tree Hill. <laughs> one shrub. Yeah. <laughs> shrub lane um yeah no it, it absolutely does feel like that so we i hadn't seen this and we watched mm, it for the first time yes. so we were and like let's was, catch up on a classic i am curious because this you campaigned for this one so bring yes. me into the the Aaron thought chamber now on, on <laughs> welcome to the chamber uh it's empty <laughs> the reason i wanted to watch it was just it's got such a strong franchise yeah. going of which I've seen zero, like one now, but I just wanted to uh, catch up on media from that time. Because I think this would have been too, like I was a little bit of a mild child at when this was released. I would have been in 
the what? <laughs> mild child is so cute. That's I was right. mild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like that. The this would have been too like too much well, for yeah. like I don't know that my parents would have appreciated me going to see it. I would have been in like the sixth grade or something. Yeah, this is this would have been you would have been seeing the marketing everywhere, but not being yes. able to watch it. And so. I remember yeah. that, and so it just occupies such a big part of my brain. Mm. And the other thing about it is that I really like the show. Do you remember Dead Like Me? Oh, um, do, do you ever watch no. that? Okay, it's uh, I don't even remember what. Might have been an FX show or something. No, it's too early for that. Whatever. Um, it was a show with the almost the same premise, but from kind of the perspective of the Grim Reaper. But it was it's more like a business where oh, you yes, you okay. get contracted yeah. to like grimly reap, <laughs> and one of the a big like a strong part of the initial couple episodes of the show was that if you try and save someone which one of this the newly recruited reapers does out of guilt Hmm. death will find a way anyways so you know it's just a matter of like grounding that lightning bolt again and (laughs) and it will reassert itself like the the original plan will reassert itself and i was like man this is so cool and like it it was a really good show and it kind of flip-flopped between being very silly (laughs) and funny in that like over the top way and very dark not even dark but just very serious okay so i was like that's a great show i'm gonna watch the The uh, like edgier like yeah like teen version of that or whatever (laughs) so that's why i wanted to do it and i you know didn't even it did not even click for me that it was the same james wong didn't click. Oh, is James Wong so. dead like me? No, no, no. From X Files. Oh, very good. Yes, yes which yes. I somehow did grow up watching, despite that being way scarier than this. I don't even know. Well, I feel like the difference is that this is the gory version of X Files. Like, there's, there's maybe like, uh, I mean, we always talk spoilers on this podcast and whatever's yes. Final Destination. With Sean William Scott getting his head chopped off. Like, That's that, pretty rad. That yeah. would not have made it <laughs> into would, an X File. No. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. No, no, no but the, yeah. So they're they're you know, yeah. It just it just passed me by. Mm, I don't yeah. know. You wanted to go back and revisit and catch up. And... Yeah, it's spooky season. I'll I'll you yeah. know, I'll expose myself to all of the classics, be they otties or nay, otties or notties. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> a fun trivia bit for horror likers out there every character in this is named after a horror thing oh really yeah so we've got billy hitchcock that's Alfred hitchcock. of course sure the browning family and todd wagner are a combination of todd browning who is the director of the original dracula? 1930s dracula yep. yeah okay you got larry murnau oh, okay <laughs> reference to fw murnau blake dreyer as reference to carl theodore carl theodore dreyer mm. less of a horror guy i guess no he did vampire so that's yeah yeah um Valerie Luton is Val Luton, who is an RKO Pictures horror producer. Oh, nice. Agent Shrek is Max Shrek. I was sure. thinking of a green ogre the whole time and giggled at Shemini. <laughs> this came out in 2000, thank God, because if it had come out one fucking year later. <laughs> Every time somebody says his name, this off screen, <laughs> off camera somewhere. Somebody! <laughs> oh my God, fan edit, fan edit! <laughs> uh, we got Terry Cheney, Talon Cheney. Krista mm. Marsh is Frederick March. Agent Vine is Robert Vine. George Wagner is uh, named after Universal Horror film producer George Wagner. So Cute. it's just wall to wall i love that yeah. though that's a very i yeah i appreciate that it's very cute that's what i would do if i ever got oh, the chance course. to make a movie like yeah. 
names are one hard to come up with and two stupid. So <laughs> whatever you can Just do, go for it. Who cares? Better. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Hitchcock, I really enjoy. <laughs> really? They had a really strong Bill Shakespeare thing yeah. to it, where you're like, oh, I'm William. <laughs> Good old Billy. Yeah, Billy exactly. S. Billy S. So uh, dumb. So one thing that I just got to shout out as I think perfectly encapsulates the entire tone of this movie. Sure. Which this movie is just like portents on portents. You're ODing on port- like ill portents happening on screen and uh-huh. spooky like witch sound effects. Almost. T- there are too many portents for yeah. what actually ends up happening. Big time. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the opening credits are like flipping through books and there's like a, a like... And then, like, a slicing sound. It's showing macabre images. Then it cuts to a book, and it's Death of a Salesman? (laughs) Nick, it has death in it. It's very scary. (laughs) (laughs) It's either the best decision of, like, people, adults will see this and be like, oh, this is a dumb movie. Yeah. (laughs) Or uh, they had no idea what it was, and they're just like, hey, it's, yeah, I got death in the Whoa, he dies, yeah. (laughs) Either way, I belly laughed very hard. That's your favorite. It's really hard to keep that (laughs) that level of win for the rest of the movie. I will freely admit it was my favorite part of the movie. (laughs) Fair enough. Yep. (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) Mine's evil toilet water. Evil toilet water is pretty good. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, you're saying the premise is so... Solid isn't the right word, because it's not like... No, but there's just like, it's so... You don't have to explain it. It's yeah. death is a person and he hates you. <laughs> is really like... He's a type A person and he fucked up his plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to suffer for right now. Yeah, no, it's... You could easily... I haven't seen any of the others, but you mm. could easily just take that premise and just tack on like increasingly convoluted kills and that's the whole point of the movie without sacrificing the premise (laughs) i think that's exactly what the other movies are i'm sure which it's like it's a great it's a sandbox that's what it is it's not a premise it's just like here's a sandbox with a label on it hop in play around cut each other's heads off it's like someone filmed the pitch meeting right like just (laughs) oh what if we did this to them what if they uh went under the ladder but then the glass mirror came up and sliced like it's so silly (laughs) I think the the thing that I'm actually familiar with as like if I had to name a final destination kill okay. is the on the highway the truck with logs one of the logs that's, yeah, comes loose I know that's from this franchise yeah but, you yeah. I grew up in the same trailer uh, <laughs> um, environment as you did and I remember yes. seeing that in the trailer and being like too scary for me holy fuck yeah <laughs> as a 15 year old or whatever yeah <laughs> as a very fragile child yeah. Like, I know the, like, pretty quickly the movie turns into a big goof fest as Devin Sawa starts to think he's God and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it goes in. So, yes, what, the the very, the setup is, I mean, you can't just have your character jump to, oh my god, death had a plan and it we fucked it up, mm-hmm. or I fucked it up, and so it has to be... It has to be him slowly coming to realize these yeah. things by noticing coincidences, and that's fine. But it's almost like he, he's noticing them, or he's got this weird feeling even before he ever sets foot on the plane, even, like, has yeah. his vision. I, like, they're, what is up with the part where Todd asks him to go take a shit because they shouldn't have to, like, they don't want to have to take a shit on the airplane. And oh. he's just looking around, like, I th- I think real this suspicious. A thing of, like... Is the, this just the 2000s? This is what we were doing in our fucking That's movies. what I was like in the 2000s. <laughs> no, the, I took this all as after the fact. Think about it afterward. It's like, oh, he's got like, 
he is becoming psychic, basically, is what I was like <laughs> okay. realizing. Okay, why and the bathroom? What about the bathroom? What, I don't know why you're obsessed about, with the bathroom. I, I, <laughs> that's what I don't understand about the filmmakers. Well, the bathroom uh, part a... was they're going to drop their shits so yes. they don't need to do it on the plane I because agree. then the pretty girls might smell their awful shits. Is that truly the beginning and end of it, of that scene existing? Yeah. It's never called back, but there's so much, like, ominous music in the bathroom. Oh, well, this is, I feel like that's been going for the entire 15 minutes up this until is, that point. This is kind of the thing where I'm like, why is this part of the, yeah, I, I think know. that the, the setting isn't important. It's just that no matter where he goes, he's always feeling this. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. right. I'll take that. In and the it most might have been a shit, of places. but he shat, so it's not that. It's not gas. He's clearly psychic. <laughs> You're being very kind to the, the script writers. I right like now. Morgan and Wong. <laughs> we'll give you guys this one. Anyway, weird. Th- I feel like teen comedies of that era were just very, like, you had to have a gross bit in mm. there a little bit. And yeah, it could either be horrifying sexism or, like, bodily functions. Yeah. yeah. So this goes the safe route. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's not a comedy, right? <laughs> Isn't it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I I legitimately, like, I, looking back on it now, where the movie ends up. Yes. That first, like, 10, 15 minutes, I actually like quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Of, like, the setup is, it's all very portent, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say that word so much this podcast. (laughs) That's fine. It's Um, appropriate here. Yep. It does a great job of that, like, I mean, considering what does come next and mm. how he's, like, any little thing, like, you you have the power to change things, but is are your actions you know are you free will or not? Mm. And ripping the the former luggage tag from its last trip, <laughs> like when he's at home prepping and taking off the last trip's luggage tag, is such a like just little superstitious things that that yeah. people do right and like oh no I didn't want to do that and it happened anyway so now it's all I don't know. Yeah, so, like, between... It's got good energy from that. Yeah, the setup all works for me very well, mm. and that's part of it of, like, oh, you know, like, you're coming to see this movie, you know what it's about, they're sure. being so, like, slow zoom and yeah. ominous music and everything. <laughs> they're that, establishing him as a nervous guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and the tone of the movie as well, and like, oh, superstitions are important and all that, and then he has his, like, dream vision, yeah. where he explodes. But then the thing very that, graphically. Oh yeah, the yeah. thing that sells it one hundred percent for me though is that, and this is just like, this is where I'm like, oh yeah, Wong and Morgan are good writers, so yeah, that works. Uh, he wakes up from shitty dream and goes and tests the, the uh, the oh table. yes, the tray table, the tray table it was that was broken in his dream. Yeah, and it is broken here, and like that's such a little like, oh, what a perfect little thing that like those are never broken. No, I've never seen that happen. Yeah, so like. <laughs> He's nervous enough, he would know that probably. Like, it just felt like such a, oh, perfectly grounded in a way that was, like, sold it so to me immediately. Like, I didn't have any second thoughts. I was just like, mm. oh, he's psychic. That was just slotted in, <laughs> and I it wasn't one way or the other. But, I mean, okay. it immediately gets broken, that immersion for me, when uh, Alex starts freaking out, and then the bully just takes it as an excuse to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, what <laughs> is up with this? These two... Have the weirdest relationship. <laughs> yep. Like certainly in the arc of it, especially. But like, th- does he just he just hates him? Like, I think so. like how is how is Alex meant to? This is a high school movie, right? Like, is he yeah. a nerd? Like, he's not a jock. Clearly, he's not like a you know tough guy like yeah. like Carter is. I, what's his deal? I have nervous to man. Ass- yeah. As a as a nervous child myself uh, and nervous adult, I. 
gotta assume the only end result of that is you are either completely antisocial and never speak to anybody, or you're just a general nerd. And if I think he's the first one, and the mm. result of that is that people hate you because everyone assumes that you're like, oh, they're too good for me, or like, or they're a nerd. Right. Like you, you get or no they don't charity. like me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Everything is interpreted as negative. <laughs> High school is fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. Hot take. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where do we go from there? There's like. This movie is so all over the place. Sorry, it is. Ahead. No, but here's here's one of the real grounding things, and I think without this, it doesn't. The rest of it doesn't work. The vision is so graphic and like extended, and mm. like the shot of when the fireball finally explodes, and it's just a shot, and and it won't cut away of them just burning off, and you can see each layer of skin, and then muscle, and then you start to see the bone, like their skulls. It just won't fucking cut away. And I feel like without that really, like, visceral experience, mm. Alex, Alex Freakout doesn't make as yeah, much sense. That's a good point, because he, he feels like he's felt... His skin get ri- roasted off. Yeah, I, yeah like right. his brain chemicals are going crazy <laughs> right now. Because in another version of this movie, it is like there's an explosion and that's the thing that wakes him up, and he's like, "Oh no!" Sure, a yeah. Crash. It cuts yeah. away immediately. Not this one. Yeah, yeah. No. What is this movie rated? R. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. There's stuff in here you couldn't do on X Files. Very. Yeah. That's that's. You would cut away immediately when. Yeah. Yes. On in if it was in the X Files episode, it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you a... see a flash of red, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Not so. Not so here. Uh, yes. But then... So very serious, very upsetting. And then immediately to high school bully tactics. <laughs> All right. And then where you see the plane explode and we go through our merry version of, oh, we're fighting destiny and all that. But a thing that I really liked, uh, which is like, they said it a couple times already, but they really leaned into, let's make this movie as ominous as it can possibly be. Sure. The set designer designed two kinds of sets. Oh. One kind of set was, this happens before the plane accident. And one kind of set was this happens after the plane accident. Okay. So, like, there's two versions of his room. Oh, shit, really? Uh, there's two versions of some of the airport sets. Okay. Um, and it's as soon as they get off the plane. Uh, what's the quote here? Uh, from the set designer. Quote, on the skewed sets, I force the perspective either vertically or horizontally. So it's just the frame is kind of off a little bit more than you expect. Yeah. Uh, Nothing is square, and although you can't put your finger on it, it just makes you feel like something is not right. Skewing was also part of the overall design for the color palette used in set decoration and costume design. In the real world, the colors are bright and rich, so this is before plane accident. Sure. And then in the skewed world, after the accident, uh, they're all washed out and faded. Again, nothing is obvious, but the overall effect is like, it doesn't feel right what you're watching. Yeah, Yeah. it's the wrong copy of, oh, that's so cool. What does skewing mean? I think it's just like, if you entered a room and you expect the ground to be level and the ceiling to be level and the walls to be straight, that that's not the case. Oh, that's fucked up. I didn't notice that at all. It's, I tried to like look at screenshots and I, the only way I would know is that they say here, but I think it's the, 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 the easy one is his room, Alex's room, okay. that you see both before and after more than any other place, probably. Um, yeah, probably. And it is, it just, it feels different. Like, that's the only way you can say it. And, that that would yeah. be the intended effect, yeah. Oh, oh that's so funny. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Right. So uh, in the post world, it does help where like it started to feel like a Shyamalan movie to me, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is being shot weird on purpose, but I don't know. Like Shyamalan movies, it's very directed on purpose and sure the approach there is like i'm going to make it like alienating to watch or it's his <laughs> yeah. kind of mode when it's horror time um but this was less pronounced so i was just like i so i don't like it but i don't know why <laughs> it makes me uncomfy <laughs> i mean his bedroom is a little upsetting in the first place because he's got all those weird like are they voodoo dolls what what does he have oh, hanging that. on his they're they're like decorations in his window little skull men <laughs> That was, I don't know, he was always a bit weird, I think. Yeah, I think so. One thing that really cracks me up about this movie is, and again, this is a very, like, teenager thing, but, oh, what's her name? The, the, like, the girl character. Um, Allie Larder. Yep, Allie Larder. (laughs) Claire, but it's spelled clear. Is her character name? I remember I don't now. Like that. I hate it. And <laughs> <laughs> the two thousands. She is the only one to really draw any attention to like Alex is psychic or Alex has some kind of yeah thing going on. This Everyone is... else is just like yeah, like doesn't care or mind. This is a movie just takes it of face just threads that get dropped like they are hot hot tamales <laughs> all over the floor like, like okay yeah we're sick of we don't want to have to explain this <laughs> i forgot entirely until this moment about the fact that when he comes to visit her in her flammable garage she <laughs> right. is like oh yeah i followed you out because i became able to feel everything you could feel and yeah. i know you're psychic and it's like I'm inside you, and like it's the only conversation they have about it. Yeah, they just drop it, and, and no one else, none of the other people who saw him freak out and like realized that, like I don't know, it's, it's a very funny thing. The whole, the whole entrance into this premise is that he's psychic and, yeah. and can see what's coming, and then it's just dropped immediately. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Yeah, and it becomes the coincidence machine of, like, I found a coincidence, I'll rush rush to the scene of the crime. And he figures out the, like, oh, it's following the path of the explosion, and (gasps) I can track stuff down. So I'm just going to, like, my tent pulls out of, like, we got Terry gets hit by a bus in one of the (laughs) most framed, like, you're about to be hit by a bus shots imaginable. (laughs) (laughs) We all realize she's going to be hit by a bus. Yep. Uh, just another thread that goes nowhere. What? That bus driver killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, that bus was going way too fast. Much like, too fast. That's a residential area, basically, yeah. right? Like, There should be any follow-up of any kind. Like, even somebody being like, you know, you come into a scene that's already in progress and like, yeah, so they arrested him for drunk driving. Like, that should... Exactly, yes. Anything. You should just... Or like, a, like uh, you know, turn on the TV and that's... <laughs> There's so much news footage happening in the background of people's homes. I wrote it down right here of exactly that. There's so much news footage. (laughs) There should just be a bit where, like, we take you live to the courthouse where blah, 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 blah. Yeah, as if it wasn't enough that this school suffered, you know, whatever. Local student terror. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's so funny. But another way into, like, tie Tony Todd in more, you'd be like, oh, the... This bus driver who was driving under the influence, da, 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 yeah. and then they cut to the bus driver, and it's Tony Todd again, sure. just to be like, see, see, get it. <laughs> so if we, you know, approach it like apparently the screenwriters are doing, and Tony Todd is not death, what do you mm. think his fucking deal is? <laughs> what is that guy's thing? He's the 
He's Midnight the, shift yeah. funeral home Overtime chemical morgue operator. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's he just loves creeping people out. I is, will uh, say it is established in future things that he is dead. Oh, okay. In future All right. installments. I'm speaking from a place yeah. of... of uh, disinformation or at least in my scroll through wikipedia without stopping and seeing what words my eyes catch <laughs> that's how we research. research for this podcast uh, that was what i came away with is that sure it's just a which you got tony todd you yeah. don't waste tony todd use him for i mean i like the scene he was in so me too do more of those <laughs> i think that's a good Did approach he, but i i'm no notes now we're 22 years past it's fine yeah <laughs> the window has closed um and then we get the first really intensely Rube Goldberg machine kill of yeah. the teacher. The bus just is... Well, no, I feel like the... Oh, part, Todd. Yeah, yes. Todd's good. Yeah. Part of the thing I do love about this movie is it's it's got this gleefulness yes, to the does. kills. <laughs> because evil toilet water happens and it's like... <laughs> Oh, he you know he picks up a razor. He's shaving in the bathroom, and there's like a shing noise as he picks up the razor. Like, oh, so sharp! And then he, the one that actually made me go like, yeah, I can't watch, was he's going to like pluck his, pluck nose, his nose hairs, hairs. and so this sharp object is pointing directly at his brain, and he's about to like slip in evil toilet water. It just it is like ah, yeah, not quite. Ah. I do like that scene. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. This is why I think it's a comedy. Yes. No. Yeah. It's a comedy of errors. And I the error is you slipped and died. Fatal in the errors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unforced fatal errors. <laughs> and even when he does eventually die, and it's like the shower cord, it makes almost like a cartoon lasso noise when when it whips around his neck. Like there's a lot of foley in yeah. this movie, and some of it is funny. Foley delight. Yeah. That's what, Final Destination: Colon Foley delight. That's what FD really stands for. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. But yes, the the teachers one is definitely the most like contrived setup. Yes, yeah. it feels like. I in, I was entertained by this movie. It's not a good movie. I was very entertained by it. <laughs> it's a very fun movie. Um, but this is like that is the exact moment where the movie jumped the shark for me. I'm just like, oh, so we're not like doing. Oh, a real we're not thing? being. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> my my personal I like Evil Toilet Water. It's very funny. Mm. But my actual favorite moment of like certainly of the kills is when she's you know she's accidentally. Pulled down the knife Pulled rack down and impaled five knives yeah. onto her. <laughs> but then that's not enough. What is it? Alex rushes in and like disturbs something, and yeah. a chair falls onto her and like hammers the <laughs> the biggest knife in all the way. I again so funny. Laughed out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let this woman have her dignity. Really? No, funny. not allowed. Absolutely not. She was gonna leave town. <laughs> And apparently she just didn't notice that her mug had sprung an entire leak. Love that for her. Yeah. It's fine. No. She, this is, this movie is really a cry for help for trying to make people notice. Check your mugs. Yeah. (laughs) Keep your shit in a state of good repair. Yeah. Otherwise you will die. I like her, uh, her door, her, her glass. Yeah, the knife door. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, 
this is a thing. This is how you know it is. Like, it feels okay to laugh at the yes, stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't feel like I'm making fun of the movie makers. Yeah. But it, because it's stuff like all the set dressing and stuff like that. The knife thing. The death yeah, of a salesman got, like, is in Alex. Stained glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is just like the the people making this movie are like, hey, you think it'd be funny if we what do if this? What if we threw it? Yeah. It's just a full movie of that. It's just... Do you think in the not altered universe, her door has that knife on it? I'm going to say no. Now that I've oh. learned about like there's two sets and okay. now we're in the universe that didn't go right and death is actively coming for you. I'm and that's say her no. front door? I know! <laughs> do you think the people who installed that door were like, what the fuck is well, going to go on here? She seems like a bit, she seems a little acerbic. So maybe she's like, yeah, this represents me. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's like stiletto. one of those, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. One of those welcome mats that says "fuck off," except it's a stained glass knife. Yeah, maybe she's the English teacher. No, she's a French teacher, right? No, she says she doesn't know French. It's the other uh, guy that was French. Yeah. That's my theory. She's a big Hamlet fan. Mm. That's a knife. That's a Shakespeare knife. Yeah, English okay. teacher. Jumping back to when the French teacher was alive. Yes. What the fuck airport are they leaving from? They're in upstate New York, but all of the announcements are being made in French. Is this one of those things that in an international airport that we're... Like, we have international airports in Canada. Maybe, like, <laughs> may, all of our announcements are in English and French. Maybe this is what it's like in other places when you're traveling to Maybe? France. They have the France terminal. But it's like they, they're getting off the bus. They don't, they're not even in the airport. Oh, yeah, and he stops right. the group to be like, what are they saying? And they, right? I... Anyway, it's very funny. Yeah. Just to be like, we are going on a French trip. Do and you no get it? And no there because reality hasn't broken yet. They haven't broken reality exactly. yet. Exactly. Yeah. So. Just crack open reality and let French people. <laughs> French people aren't real, but in this <laughs> universe they are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, French people. Uh, You're wonderful. Yeah, and so. Teacher death. Teacher death. It really is, because I feel like right around then is when we get into the, like, skip death. You can skip a death by saving the person, and then it goes on to the next death. Yeah. That is where I was just like, you have 100% lost me for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the... The thing that's happened right before that is that he got picked up by the FBI. And, Mm. like, you know, rightfully so that law enforcement of some type would be interested in this kid screaming, the plane's going to explode, and then the plane explodes. That's good follow-up. But he's, he's talking crazy. Like, he's talking... He's saying, like, she'll be the next to die. You have to let me out. Yeah. And they're just like, fine, go for it. Like, that's what someone would say... That's the type of thing that schizophrenic people say when they're like, I have to drill a hole in their skull to save them from mm, the goblins yeah. inside their so You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not your free-to-go behavior. Yeah, that is, you're free-to-go, and also we'll, we'll follow you. Yes, and- exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not clock-out time for this, this case. Fucking Shrek. Makes a bad Shrek. cop. Those cops creep me out. They're so they're so weird. <laughs> Altered universe. What are you gonna do? Yep. I but guess. Yeah. So you've got this fun. Like they're trying to solve the mystery, but they also have the you know time pressure. <laughs> yes, of maybe being picked up by the FBI. Yeah. Which I like. I mm. feel like it. Otherwise, it gets meandery. Otherwise, yeah. it's just do we wait around for the kills to happen, or do we? You know what do I mean? Do we literally just wait to see what direction yeah. the wind will blow in? Like that's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all that loses me, and they he saves Carter from the train explosion right. and all that. But the movie did win me back a little bit with Alex <laughs> alone in his cabin, taping up yeah. everything, and... baby proofing the cabin yeah. in the middle of the woods, as if that's not 
an incredibly unsafe place to be. <laughs> yeah. Shaking his finger at a rusty nail like, oh, tetanus. Oh, you thought I was going to get tetanus. Classic. Nice try. <laughs> I'm too smart for you, man. Yeah, he's got some real Unabomber energy in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So right around this time when they do start kind of piecing together, oh, we're dying in the order that, that you know, was supposed to happen. Yeah. He gets this flash of like, oh, I switched seats with somebody. So I'm not, I, I might be too stupid for this might just be one mm. layer too much. Did that ever go anywhere? Uh, like he switched seats with the pretty girls. Yeah. So technically they would have been supposed to die, right? They did die. They exploded on the plane. They didn't make it off. Sure. Oh, I see what you're asking. So the they, like that thread did come back because he's like in the cabin to be like, I was next because I would have been in that seat, which would have followed down. But then he's like, oh, or I would have been next to Todd. Oh, so this I is how he next. figured out that it can skip people. No, this is how he knows it's going after Claire and not him. Okay. And then he leaves the cabin and goes after Claire. I'm going to need to literally draw this out because I don't... <laughs> it totally... He has this, like, it's it's shot like it's an epiphany. Mm. And then, to my understanding, it just doesn't pan out. Well, isn't it... It's, it's that he... He's realizing, oh, the seat that I was seated in yes. wasn't my actual, like, ticketed seat. Yes, you weren't meant, quote-unquote, to be in that seat. I was meant to be in the other seat. Yeah. So, with that new knowledge, I'm not the next one in the path. Claire actually is. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. and he would be the last one in the path of everything. Okay, see? Yeah. Thank you. There you go. And this is funny because... But they don't wrap it up that way, do they? They don't. They literally <laughs> drew a map of yeah. it and showed it numerous <laughs> and times. still couldn't, yeah. Before the- the, I could just be very stupid. No. I'm running on very low brain these days. This is... This is... Like I was saying, you got the solid premise, and then you're like, okay, psychic, and yep, this all works. And then it's like, I feel like this is where you get into, oh, we need to extend it to a feature length. Because with that premise and he's psychic... And then maybe the third act thing is, oh, the the death skip is right. like, that's the climactic thing. But when you're like, the death skip, and also the death skip doesn't work right. Like, yeah. that's like what the fuck <laughs> it are doesn't you even, doing? Yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like that should be the 40 minute mark of an hour television show where they're like, oh, say that again. Yeah. I was meant to be in that seat. Yeah. <laughs> and just doesn't work on this scale maybe and either way the fact that these two young kids separate is about the dumbest thing i could think to possibly do why would you not want two people together for if you scratch yourself on a nail or something Mm, or you mm -hmm. get stuck under a bunch of timber the other person could for instance lift it off of you or i know get you rubbing out like it's such the dumbest uh i'm currently being the horror movie guy like why didn't they just stick together why didn't they just not get murdered it does seem like i am victim blaming and in this case i am (laughs) you heard it here folks garbage pod victim blames (laughs) when they Uh, are early odds teen stars yes (laughs) the it is just such a clear, like, this movie starts in such a solid place of, like, yeah, this is just a fun roller coaster movie, and it just descends at such an even rate into a bad movie. <laughs> like, there isn't, like, any huge jumps or skips. It's just scene by scene gets worse and worse. <laughs> it almost, it's like a reverse scream where it gets more self serious as it goes along. Yeah. 
and it, does. it just doesn't it, it doesn't have the tone for that it hasn't no. it hasn't enriched its you know initial premise that much <laughs> so yeah. when we get to the electric out of control firehouse <laughs> bit that's making jaguar noises by the way <laughs> i just want you to know i've never well, been good. near an out of <laughs> i then you're back again you're yeah. back on side <laughs> The pendulum swinging I'm doing with this movie. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes. <laughs> uh, all the all the the ending peril is so so, so contrived, so silly. Yeah, I felt bad for the puppy. Yeah, that poor puppy. You I thought it, that though. dog was gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The dog doesn't die, folks. Hooray. I mean, maybe he like runs out into the woods and gets eaten by a coyote. I don't maybe know. he runs out and gets like caught up in a tax shelter situation, and gets arrested by the FBI or something. <laughs> maybe. Who God, please let that be Final Destination <laughs> 6, the new one. Tax dog. The d- <laughs> There's nothing in the tax code that says a dog can't file your uh, but contrivance. We'll always have Paris and the ending <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> so funny. I feel like... Ah, they got me back in that last 15 <laughs> seconds. God damn it. They got me back in. <laughs> it's just such a, like, the flying billboard's right behind me, isn't yeah. it? Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> what are you doing? Goddamn, the bus hitting the yeah. pole that does a full exact that 180. a huge flip, like, the car jump from the Blues Brothers yes. level of <laughs> defying physics. Yeah. Uh, mwah. It's so great. <laughs> Maybe that's just what light poles are like in France. You don't know. They, they don't sway left or right at no. all. They just straight they go up and straight down. up and do a flip. Yeah. Uh, okay. Barrel roll. <laughs> Man, final sacrifice. Final destination. Final destination. Sorry, <laughs> I was just thinking about Rouse Hour. Go listen to our episode on final sacrifice. Um, Rouse Hour. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just gonna. I'm curious. Uh, can you rank these kills? Oh, I was going to ask you what your favorite kill was. So this is all right. Well, let's I like do yours, it. This, this version more. So we we'll go- start with your question, and then we can continue from there. Sure. Well, my favorite is the very stupid Rube. No, <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's no. so much very love stupid about Rube Goldberg teacher death. Teacher death. Okay. All I right. know. I said it's where the movie lost me, but it's also like. It's, it's almost the most over-the-top one. It's so over-the-top. Like, like she, any one of those five things should have killed her. She gets stabbed through the neck. She... Yeah, sliced neck. Gets uh, lit on fire of, briefly. She yeah. gets uh, knives in her... She gets another knife in her... Yeah. She explodes. <laughs> like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Teachers deal with too much these days. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that one is my favorite just for... It is the most memorable to me. My... I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll continue on, but I want to hear your favorite first. Oh, uh, just in terms of like, I mean, kind of on the same wavelength as you. Not for the wow, this is this is a lot. <laughs> just the sheer meanness of it. I'm gonna go with Billy's death of just getting yeah. straight up, like not even decapitated at the neck, but at the lower jaw. Yeah. Like part of his jaw is still attached to his body. <laughs> just so mean. He's. He's been freaking out like he's just had the worst 10 minutes of his life. And he's had so many near-death experiences in this movie already. Just constantly almost being hit by cars. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's very, it just sticks out as like, whoa, this is a horror movie. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was just taking it with my friends. Holy fuck. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. I've just realized, you know what this movie reminds me of? The deaths. It's not Rube Goldberg. It's. I think I've got the name right. Did you ever play the the PC game, The Incredible Machine? 
No. It's this game where you have to, like, there are puzzles to solve, and you have to use a lot of... It's basically creating Rube Goldberg machines, but to specific ends. Okay, okay. And it's... This is just... I'm gonna treat this movie like a video game adaptation now. <laughs> In my mind. Oh my god, yeah. A little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For 90s kids you that have played The Incredible Machine and have seen this movie, boy, is this a Venn diagram for you, <laughs> what I'm saying right now. But yeah, the, the, that's what it is. That's this, I've been trying to grasp onto this since we watched it. Totally. Yeah. That's the same approach the writers are taking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so Rangam, uh, I'll just run down the rest of them real quick. Sure, and go for it. Yeah. Down yours. So my number one is... Uh, teacher House. Yep. <laughs> Crazy House. Teacher House Fireball. Um... Second, and this is one that's done a lot, it, but I do think it was effective in this. That bus smash is, <laughs> again, funny, actually oh. very shocking. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was more about it in the movie because I think it would be both interesting and funny and good for the entirety of the movie to have more about it. But it is so, like, you know it's coming. It still surprises you. It's a somebody getting hit by a bus. It's got very strong... Warner Brothers cartoon energy. Yes, it. it does. Yeah. Um, so that works for me. My number three is the very end with the sign. Of course. Very funny. I like that one a lot. Billy's, I do appreciate the where you're coming with that one, but the head chop. Sure. Very good, but it feels very standard. It's know? yeah. There's like one thing that happens. I I just like the added. Well, I'll I'll talk about it. I'm not sure. But. Yes. Uh, and did I get all them? No. And then for me, Todd's the Todd's the bottom. Todd's the the. Okay. Okay. And the it's, actual death. Bottom, bottom yeah, here. I like all the lead up to it. Then when he's getting strangled, but it does have that strong like just, just stand up. I know. You're in a. T- it's not that slippery. It's, it's fine. You can do it. I know you can do it. You have so much time to do this. <laughs> Again, victim blaming. I'm sorry, but it's. Uh, it was his fault. I'm just telling it like it is. I hurt myself saying that. Uh, and I think I've hit them all now. And then the plane is right? last, I guess. That, that... Yeah, yeah, that just sucked. Yeah, for for everyone involved. Yeah. Just uh, a tragic time. Yes, nothing funny about that one. Uh, but please, take us away with your <laughs> top five kills. Top five kills, beep, beep, beep. The other thing, as I was saying, I, that I like about Billy's is just it's so brutal. You know, mm, just yes, very, just, ah, horror movie. Okay, got it. But it also kind of, it kind of comes at this, like, it really hits at the premise of it, which is like you can't stop fucking around. Yeah, stop fucking around because they they think for sure that it's gonna be Carter because yeah. he's you know can't get out of the car and his ah see now that I say Carter and Carl are so close together I hate it I hate it oh boy um, the driver of the car when he's trapped on the train tracks and it just it spent so much time focusing on this thing that you mm. think is gonna happen and looking back like you should have that's been the lead up for all of the kills is you think the death is gonna happen one way and now it's like an entirely oh, different guy yeah. so I appreciate that part of it like as a piece of the movie yeah as a, like a set piece scene yeah yeah I get that. Yep. And my second one, I think, has to be Teacher Death too, just because it is so contrived and so funny. Just, just so much is happening. This poor woman. This poor woman. Um, when the monitor explodes and kind of slices part of her throat. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, was it a Montreal Canadiens game where a goalie? The answer is no. But okay. go on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I forgot. Um, this has happened uh, before where professional hockey game, a goalie got a skate to the throat ah! and he's like 
the only thing really that saved him was he he kneels on the ice and is holding his own throat closed and like the blood because he's kneeling and his head is down the blood is continuing to circulate in his brain and that's the only thing that really got him off the ice in one piece good lord Aaron. yeah it's spooky season <laughs> anyway i'm just that's what that traumatized me because it's it was broadcast like it's on tv turn the cameras off you guys <laughs> no i mean Point they did anywhere else it's not clear what's happening until you start to see the pool under oh, him no. but um that's what it reminded me of. It's mm. just so visceral and like, oh God. So to start with that level of injury and then just pile on like indignity after indignity, it's a it's a real one. It really is, yeah, the least dignified of yes. all of these, I yeah. feel like. Uh, maybe Todd. But maybe yeah. Todd, but. Um, and then I'm going to have to go again. Yes, the end of the movie, which I feel like is such a fuck you to those kids. It's like, like the on movie behalf is, of death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? I guess it's death. But I was going to say the movie is laughing at them. But yes. it's, it's death. Oh, you made it to France, did you? Not so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that one. And then I think Terry's is, I, I mean, Terry's is just so, it is over so fast. I'm going to yeah. rank it last. I think Todd's is, is above that. Okay. That's that's what I'm going with. Did I forget nice. anybody? No, no, I think you got everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. That's what Death said. Did I forget anybody? No, I got everybody. <laughs> no, I got them all. <laughs> <laughs> Did the other two die in in like later installments? I don't know yet? that they're in any. I think that it's a whole <laughs> new cast every movie. It's gonna be so funny if the Final Destination two opens with like, "Wow, it sure was fucked up how those last two died." Anyway, that'll no, never happen is, to us. This is like the. I do know that the way that the franchise goes is like. The next movie is like one year later, and they're like, "Isn't that plane crash crazy?" Anyway, let's go about our yeah. lives. And then it's like, "Oh, did you?" It's crazy. They they survived and they were killed off one by one. It's almost like death as a design. And <laughs> then do that movie four more times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. Yep. You got to work in premise. Go for it. Have fun. Have it. That's and what I say. honestly, just yes. I hope each of them is more fun than mm-hmm. the last. I feel like we deserve that. Can I tell you just, I got a quote from each of the writers here. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, well, just from uh, Morgan and Wong. Not okay. uh, My understanding is that Jeffrey Reddick wrote the story and then Morgan and Wong turned it into a screenplay. Is kind oh, of okay. Got it. Uh, so from Wong, I became very excited when we decided to make the world at large in service of death, our antagonist. So everyday objects and occurrences then take on ominous proportions and it becomes less about whether or not our characters are going to die and more about how they will die mm-hmm. and how they can delay their deaths. The entertainment value is in the ride, not in the outcome. And by placing the premise of the film on the inevitability of death, we play a, a certain philosophical note. Oh, do you? Be natural. <laughs> um, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I read that and was like, oh yeah, they are so aware of how silly all of the like, there's no body to death, it's just wind blowing and then the Ooh, toilet water comes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't we just talking about this? This is the a man escaped of like, you know yeah. what's going to happen and then it's about the enjoyment is finding out how. Exactly, yeah. yes. And like boy, that. is it funny. But he, he knows it's the like it's the ride. That's what we're all here for, which is like, it's nice to hear the person making the movie say that about the movie. Yes, I like that he used that term specifically. Yeah. Uh, and then from Morgan, uh, and this is to your point about the pitch meeting. Uh, oh, yes. This is all just acting at the pitch meeting. I started cataloging the strange coincidences in my own life. For example, I was in the Vancouver airport waiting for a flight when John Denver came on the loudspeaker. I remember saying to myself, hey, he just died in a plane crash. That's pretty weird. <laughs> We wrote that version of that experience into the script, and that's why I remember it started playing, and okay. I didn't know what the song was. You're like, that's weird. 
So okay. ultimately, I just really that's like funny. that death's power is just in general hijinks. I love that, though, because that's <laughs> such a... Isn't... I mean, not to, you know, Ouroboros this even more, but there's an episode of The X-Files exactly like that, where is a there? guy is Clyde Bruckman's final repose. That's why I keep picturing... Okay, I yeah. can't remember the specifics of this episode. But he yeah. com- becomes obsessed with imagining, like, what if I had uh, tied my shoes slower this morning? What if I had done this, done mm. that? What would it have led to? Oh, I'd have missed the bus, which means I wouldn't have gotten like you know i can't get the phrase pancaked by dump truck driver out of my head i'm so sorry why? i think because it's in i think you should leave yeah, no, i know, I know. But why <laughs> that's the only way i know how to talk anymore anyway and by imagining all of these like alternate paths he essentially makes himself psychic he can start to see the future and see oh, the past yeah, okay. by like the fact that we're here means we took these steps to get here mm. So this totally is, a, and I think this is a Morgan and Wong, the other so. Morgan and yeah. Wong uh, premise. And it's, oh, delicious episode of television. So True. good. True facts. Um, Peter Boyle. So yeah, I I appreciate that as the like, there's no, there's almost the horror is that there's no end to that concept. Mm. Like what if you touch an input on your computer wrong one day, zap, you're dead. Like you could just never... The human brain isn't set up to keep track of all of these things. Yeah, it's it has literally to has like a protective filter of yeah. 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 And can those things be your undoing? Can mm. they can they be the death of you? Will the electrical fire hose get you? <laughs> so funny. I'm gonna put in a clip of what it sounds like because it's just doing that like <laughs> like that fucking noise. It's so good. Uh, it's mad. It's mad. It's well it's the apex predator of urban neighborhoods. Suburban neighborhoods. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> Uh, well, before we move on to our final thoughts, I have a little segment here for us. Oh, ooh, I love a segment. Uh, it's time for another episode of Grab Boy Onto These Facts, a title <laughs> that makes less and less sense every time we do it. <laughs> the farther we move, we get from our Tremors episode. And I've, oh, well, you explained it a little bit. I've decided I, every time it comes up, I will no longer explain it. <laughs> Great stuff. But right. this is the segment where uh, I ask Aaron some questions about future installments in a franchise we know nothing about to see... What she can guess correctly here. Can I guess how off the rails these premises are going to go? Yes, let's see. Uh, In the final destination, the idea of, quote, skipping one's death, end quote, on their map is uh, the plan that they use to cheat death of we can skip and and it'll work, question mark? Did it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Whether or not it works, which of the following is a strategy not used to cheat death in a future movie okay by that i mean two of these are true one of these are false got it first one creating new life for example having a baby Uh oh two one in one out rule (laughs) exactly okay uh kind of same deal here second one kill someone not involved in the original incident to take your place okay or three go into a sense deprivation sensory deprivation tank so that death can't find you Oh, boy, those all sound so stupid. Two are true. Yep. One is false. <laughs> On balance, pretty stupid. <laughs> um, what do you think would get written? What do you think wouldn't get written into one of these movies, I guess? Is... <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> I can't imagine them going to the effort of building a sensory deprivation chamber. Okay. Or knowing how that works. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense to me, but then again... When when has that ever stopped? Yeah, anyone? and you have to remember these are all teenagers. So yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nobody's yeah. got a full brain yet. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I think definitely the idea of, like, kill someone else, like, just swap myself with a, an innocent person. Yeah. yeah. And then that would work great as a, like, you can't play God, and you murdered someone innocent, <laughs> so you get extra murdered. Mm. Um, good morality tale there. Mm. And I feel like, I feel like the baby one has to be be some sort like it it had to come up at some point right like oh death can't kill me if i'm pregnant because then it won't know like I, you know I don't, <laughs> yeah it's not I precise know. enough to hone in on yeah <laughs> death hasn't developed laser targeting yet i'm gonna go with the sensory deprivation chamber but ding, as ding, you ding. look you're right oh okay <laughs> I got one right. You got one right. Uh, the cheating, uh, creating new life is from Final Destination 2. Okay. Uh, wow, they went there really early. Real fast. And I will say, like, I have just, I've been reading summaries and stuff, so I, these are strategies that, like in this movie, they don't work. I don't know if these actually work. Okay. Uh, and uh, the kill someone to go swapsies, that's from Final Destination 5. Totally makes sense. I'm honestly shocked they didn't do that in 2. And yeah, that, feels like, that like, seems like an immediate place to go. Very natural, yeah. But yeah. I feel like that could be a hard sell to be like, we'll just turn into murderers. Yeah, but then you get this like saw type of thing <laughs> where you're like, how desperate are you? Yes, you there know? you go. Yeah, okay. Question the second. The deaths in these movies are ridiculous, yes. <laughs> Not <Which> a question. <laughs> Fact. True. Uh, which of the following is actually in one of these movies? Three of these are false. One of these is true. Oh, okay. At a car race, a series of car crashes results in an errant tire careening through someone's head. Two, during a moon landing reenactment, constant shifts in artificial gravity result in a flagpole going through someone. Three, someone, someone's foot gets caught in a car wash track and they get their head mangled off by brushes. Ooh. Or four, there's a, taking place at a house fire. An out-of-control fire hose bonks a firefighter on the back, forcing him to plant his axe into a load-bearing beam, which knocks down the house, Buster Keaton-style, framed and referencing <laughs> Steamboat Bill Jr. crushing a person. Amazing. Which one of those is real? One of those is oh, real. Man, I, I want it so bad to be the Steamboat Bill Jr. one, <laughs> because that seems just as Rube Goldberg-y as the previous movies, the mm -hmm. first movies kills. I'm going to guess that. You're going to guess that one? Yeah. Eh. Ah. Incorrect. Nuts. The uh, car race is the real one. Uh, Tire really? through. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's oh, see, the car wash thing. That seems like something that definitely would have gotten written in. It was written, but never used. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. That was a little cheat on my part there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone has that fear as a child, right? Or like a lot of people do. These movies seem like they should just become collections of like, I know this thing is very normal, but it freaks me the fuck out. Yes. And that's when we're like, I don't know why they wouldn't put that into it. Because yeah. that seems like a really easy, that seems good like a win. win. Yeah. It'd be a little contrived to get the person in there, but that's yeah, kind of sure. the point of the movies, right? Have you yeah. seen a horror movie? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, nice. and the final question here. All right. Final Destination 6 is currently in the works, and the directors Zach Lipovsky and yeah. Adam B. Stein secured their roles very recently by making a wild pitch to prove their loyalty of the franchise. <laughs> okay. So two of these are false, one of these is true. Tell me the true one. First, or did they? First okay. scenario. Fake a bus accident with real passengers who thought that they were extras on a TV show. Oh, God. Two, use pre-recorded footage on a Zoom session to fake their fireplace, setting their house on fire, and while they put it out, a ceiling fan fell and decapitated one of them. <laughs> or three, 
they recreated the plane freakout scene on a regular passenger flight with Zach playing Devin Sawa and Adam as Carter. Oh boy. Which of those do you think they actually did? I'm going to say the only one that doesn't seem like it would get them arrested, which is the second one where they used Zoom to pretend they got decapitated by their ceiling fan. Ring-a-ding-ding, you are correct. As hey! I was reading them, I realized, hey, probably that's exactly <laughs> the... I didn't place. hear about this, and I feel like we would have heard about it. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine, though? Yeah, the, the like, it was a real, that's like, so great. people clapping on the Zoom, oh, like, oh, yeah. bravo. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you got the job. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's really the only franchise that works for, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. 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 I can't think of any, like, there's got to be other ones that you could, like, really make it work. But this is one yep. that, like, oh, that's perfect. Why else, what else would you do? That's the way to do it. Perfect. Zoom provides an excellent opportunity. This yeah. is good. You should write for these. <laughs> I did. I wrote these down. <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> for them? Write for them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't have a writing staff. Well, I did you these know, on my you own. you should think of some of these. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. And that's another session of Graboid onto these facts. <laughs> uh, now it's time for our final thoughts on Final Destination. Oh, our final destination thoughts. Yeah. Minor that it's funny. <laughs> Great. I, I like love the concept of um, you screwed up this one fundamental law of the universe which you can do for some reason yeah. let's not worry about it weird shit happens like, all the I feel time like it's a he didn't get enough sleep plus he had too much nyquil or something like yeah. that and unlocked the psychic lobe yeah <laughs> does he like does his, do his parents have quaaludes like, lying around i don't know um the psychic lobe i'd love for them to do a crossover with limitless let's have that happen Anyway, I yes, I appreciate that it doesn't really... There's no... This could be a movie that goes real heavy on lore. And it yes. almost does. Like, the first half is kind of lore. Like, why are you psychic? How are you psychic? What mm. does it mean? Who gave this to you? What are you going to do with it? And all these, like, very fanciful type of questions. And then the back half is just kills, 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 kills. Yeah, all the spots that it starts to lose me is whenever it starts involving big lore. So, yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah and it, it does not do the self-serious thing in the end. I really feel like I might have been on the fence about it until that last goddamn kill. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, I'm watching the Pretty next good. one. Let's do this. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I like that idea of like, it doesn't matter how or why, it just is, and it, it could represent something if you want. Who the fuck cares? It's yeah. just about like, people reacting to shit, and uh, what's more human than that, really? Yeah. Just a bunch of people freaking out about something they don't like. <laughs> yep. Death. Very common uh, opinion to hold. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm going to take a stand here. Don't like death. Not a fan. You know what? I'm going to be contrarian. I like it. No, no. I think it's necessary. I wouldn't invite him over, but... Death is a part of life. Is that what you'd say? I would say that. Mm. And then someone would roll their eyes at me for being a fucking moron. I have a name. (laughs) Fucking moron? Yes. Fun. I yeah actually I it's unfortunate but that is my thesis now that I think about it is mm. just like death is a part of life and sometimes lives are weird that's my the- that's my thesis that's nice. gonna take me into my into my double bill when okay I get there cool 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 yeah well I I feel like there's not a lot to this movie beyond what's happening on screen <laughs> but I do like it as a playground to be like what's predetermination mean let's figure out what yeah it 
it means to try and stave off death. Like, there's this... There are times when, you know, death gets personified in things, but I don't think it's very often that you have a, like, death is the antagonist. Like, the universe is the antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> is, is such a, a, like, novel idea to me still. But I... It's so limited in how you can write a thing like that that no, I get why true. it doesn't show, show up more often. It, it is a visual medium. So. Yes. There is, this is just like, you're never not on the side of the kids. It might be like, oh, yeah. gnarly kill, but you're, if they, if it ended the movie and like most of them got away scot-free, you'd be like, woohoo. Like, it's never a question that they should get to live. Yeah, and but I feel like at the same time it's never a question of if they will live. Like, no, 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 for sure, yeah. And this is the thing yeah. of like you you know what the ending is, you know yes. what movie you're watching, but you are still rooting for them. I like that you said that because that's exactly what I wrote down. Oh, that's really? Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's totally true, and it's just like a very like yes, I would do the same thing in this scenario. Is like try and ascribe meaning to it, and mm. oh, this is a plan. You know, there's a part of God's plan, and uh, you know all that kind of. Thing that people say to try and make themselves feel better about, about death. Yeah. Anyway, totally hijacked your final thoughts. Oh, that's totally continue. fine. I didn't have too many. That was about it. So uh, you nicely said that you wanted to use your final thoughts to lead into your double bill. So do oh, that yeah. now, please. I certainly will. <laughs> because I want to. You're, But maybe you were always predestined to. <gasps> Gosh. I'm going to (laughs) ignore what you just said now. I'm going to pair this with a movie that is very much about like when you encounter death and you know you're going to die, what sort of things, you know, when you're like panicking and certain things become very important to you all of a sudden, like, you know, how does the human brain react to death and, and what becomes important and how do you try and find meaning in it if you know you're gonna die anyway okay um i'm gonna pair this with the most dramatic iteration of that in my mind that's still a fun movie to watch yeah uh, the seventh seal by ingmar uh, okay. bergman yep that's when i told you Did beforehand you th- i was like i think i know you're gonna pair ah uh, yeah nice because you know i love this movie <laughs> um yeah it's about a guy who is coming home from the crusades Possibly in France. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that death lives in France? <laughs> I'm just saying we do a lot of ragging on French people on this podcast for no reason. But uh, let's not run the risk. Just um, death riding a bicycle with a baguette in the front basket. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Someone on Etsy definitely has like a mug you can buy with that on mm-hmm. it right now. And if not, they He's will. He's got soon. a beret on instead of a hood. <laughs> Keeps sliding off his skull. Um... Yeah, so he comes home and he finds out that the plague is happening and the personification of death uh, is there for him. And it's taken his family and he so he challenges death. And, to a game of chess. Yes, and so he manages to sort of stave off death for a little while and collect this sort of group of people who are also trying to like escape from, you know, what's a horrifying time in human existence mm-hmm. and... Um, peasants in the countryside, like, covered in plague boils and being persecuted by the church and very dramatic things that don't map necessarily onto, uh, Final Destination (laughs) from 2000. Work death of a salesman into this. This is... (laughs) Uh, he's selling religious persecution. Is that anything? And they ain't buying. (laughs) (laughs) That is a CW show, (laughs) yeah. Devin's, oh, I have a job for you. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, both of them are about literally cheating death, um, mm. but finding that you cannot cheat death. And nope. what what do you try? I think it's very wonderful that uh, Alex 
rounds up a bunch of people that don't like to hate him. Don't like the the spectrum is don't like to actively hate. Yes. And tries to save their stupid lives. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, there's a very there's a certain indomitable human spirit in both of those movies that I yeah. appreciate. And it moved me to tears in Seventh Seal. Yeah. And uh <laughs> Not so much in Final Destination, but it's definitely there, mm. and I love that. I love that it's teens because teens just do and they don't think as much. Boy, do they much. not think! Yeah, <laughs> they think a lot, but it's never not accompanied by doing. I can say that because I was a former teen. Yes, as a former teen, um, I'm in. I'm with my community <laughs> in saying that we're dumb. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, not being even being trite about it. If you liked Final Destination, I do think you'll like Seventh Seal. Yeah. If you just put yourself in a slower mood. Sometimes when I try to do the, like, casting the art film side of a movie on the pod, I do feel like, this is a stretch. Probably won't be (laughs) the person who likes this one thing will necessarily like the other one. And vice versa, yeah. But this is one where, like, if if you're just like, I gotta, I feel like I need to do something with my brain. It needs, it needs food. I need Mm -hmm. brain food. Yeah. Seventh Seal is a good way to go. That looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels, yeah, to bring back Death of a Salesman again. It does feel kind of like an ad- an adaptation of a play, Seventh Seal to me. Yes, done yeah, like very well that. as a movie. Like that's that's one of your favorite kinds of movies. So I yes, love that is. you're so into that. I don't know why. Yeah, doesn't seem like you would, but yeah. you do. Oops. Over to you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, I'm glad that you went the art film route because I now I'm not here to say that Final Destination is an arty film. No one can accuse me of that. Good, because we would shut off this podcast immediately. <laughs> but No, I'm kidding. As is our podcast mission here, there it's all in a spectrum. Yeah. Final Destination will be an artier film compared to something else, and it doesn't mean that either one has more or less worth necessarily. Sure. This is my big lead-up to say that the movie <laughs> I paired this with sucks. Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> all that aside, it's this movie fun, blows chunks. It sucks bad. <laughs> Okay, all right. I still watch it. Set the stage. Because I like to laugh at it. Okay. But it's another movie about teens trying to avoid their final destination. It's about teens trying to live and cheat death at every turn. And from that face, I think you have figured out what movie I've decided here. This is a little feature that has someone's famous brother in it. Joe Estevez is here in Soul Taker from 1990. (laughs) Oh no! That's not even the movie I thought you were gonna do. Oh, this not. is a better one. I thought <laughs> you were. G- <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, there's a movie worse than Soul Taker. Uh, yeah, no, they're they're definitely Soul Taker is like <sighs> pretty cute. Like I I have a little bit of admiration for what's happening in Soul Taker. But it's so clearly like watching it is like when someone invites you to their high school play. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much. Where you're just yeah. like, you go, girl. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, good for you. It's great that you, like, got this all together. And, yeah. And, like, yeah. it exists as a final thing. Like, yeah, yeah. That in itself is the hardest thing in the universe to do. Totally, yeah. So when I say Soul Taker sucks, I'm being tongue-in-cheek. Lovingly, I yes. do find it entertaining. Uh, it has a certain charm. Yeah, so it's very similarly set up. You got four teenagers who are destined to die in a car accident. Right. They, it doesn't map exactly because you quickly find out they clearly died. 
but their ghosts are basically like untethered right. and running around The Reapers town. didn't come fast enough or exactly. something. Exactly. Like yeah. Josephus is on his coffee break or something. Yeah. He's the Grim Reaper in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you better believe he is. <laughs> and he looks exactly like Martin Sheen. Yeah. So it's very... Because he's like covered in makeup. And so just when you're looking at someone, you're like, that must be Martin Sheen under he, there. He's a taller Martin Sheen is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, and like Joe Estevez, I legit think is a pretty pretty solid actor. He doesn't get a lot to do, and not not very like big movies or anything. Not skillfully, but uh, but he sells being a grim reaper in this. Yes, like, he does. Whatever way you look at it. So they these four ghost kids are like running around trying to get back into their bodies to come back to life, right? And, and cheat death. Yeah. Uh, whereas. Joe Estevez as Mr. Reaper is there to, like, collect them and take them to the afterlife. That's kind of what take we Take their souls, if yeah. you will. Uh, and he sucks them into a little little, little condom-looking thing and takes them away. Yeah, like, it's a contraption. Like, yeah. they have they have best buys in heaven, I guess. Yes, for soul-taking, a soul-taking apparatus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but it's, like, one of the few movies, like, it's it gets into, like, predetermination stuff. There's a whole subplot about reaper estevez thinking that the main female lead is potentially his oh yeah uh, reincarnated ex-wife or yeah. dead wife yeah who like and he's from like you know colonial times yeah. america and he, it, she died in like a buggy crash or something yes. and and she looks just like this girl yeah and he's doing the like oh buggy crash a car crash it was yeah it's, she's the same person like yeah. you know it's a movie so it's played by the same actress yeah <laughs> who is also the director and if the I writer remember. yeah <laughs> so it's very much that energy Not self-produced play the director is michael reesey oh sorry uh, okay but uh, oh i didn't take down her name but the the writer and the star lead. of yeah. this movie who was also the producer i believe that's i'm true. sure that's true yes um yeah, so we've got that, and like the reaperness nice. is a bureaucracy. Like we we meet tons of reapers, and like Joe Estev has just got this case file or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're all in black trench coats and such. But it, it's this like really trashy movie that's still so fun. Like everybody in it is doing a good job with what is written down and all that. It's just like yeah. really limited in budget and scope because it's an independent movie. It's a lot of just like what I want to do is look cool in a leather coat. Yes, and just I'm just gonna point the camera at that happening the there's writer, no thought going into it yeah and the writer very clearly casting herself as the love interest lead and yeah. there's so much like wow you look so pretty today yeah toward her and it's very like I, okay uh, all you, right you're, you're in a movie. back five percent yeah uh so there's that whole reincarnation thing going on yeah. there's like the reveal of what the Reaper's bureaucracy is like and how they're, <laughs> like, part funny. of ho- hospitals. like the, That I love. Which, that seems totally on the money. It's all these really cool elements that don't, like, it's not expert craftsmen making movie. That's all you can really say about it. <laughs> yeah. It's mega schlocky, super campy. Um, Very camp. It's got Robert Zadar in there, who, if you know Robert Zadar, you know immediately the, like, pedigree that comes with this type of movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... That's a good one. Legitimately think that Soul Taker and Final Destination are on the same wavelength and we're just trying to have fun here. Yes. I think (laughs) we've just got that like MTV energy in Final Destination where it's like we have clearly a larger budget and we also want to be a little shock jockey about it. Yeah. You know? That's, I think you're totally right. They're... Soul Taker is kind of a sadder movie, like a, like a more it's wistful more earnest. movie. It's yeah, more earnest, yeah, yeah. 
it takes itself very seriously. It's from 1990, so it's we're dovetailing some generations here, and there's mullets by the mulletful. Like, they are everywhere. <laughs> a bushel of mullets. Yeah. yeah. I think Joe Estevez is the only person who doesn't have a mullet in it. And it's really hard to tell because of his cloak. <laughs> yeah, his, his trench cloak. Yeah, his work-issued cloak. Yeah, so I... Nice. Mm, if you just feel like watching a really trashy movie after uh, you finish Final Destination, you can throw in a really trashier movie. Even trashier. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'm I'm living in the gutter oh. this week. I'm slumming it. <laughs> You're our dirty little rat boy this week. <laughs> but very entertaining times. That's what I've... Yes, totally. Yeah. That's my what I'm going to wrap up with there. Nice. Yeah. A fun ride, as the screenwriters say, and they yeah, are right to say it. They are right to say it. They are shooting their shot in a direction, and they did it exactly what they wanted to do in that way. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say fairer than that. And I won't. Instead, I'll say, you can follow us on Garbage Twitter. Uh, oh, it was so smooth. Garbage Twitter. You can follow us at Garbage Pod on, on Twitter, Twitter and, and Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to mess with you. Now. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice and I hope that you will come back and join us once again for another pile of Garbage, Garbage.